Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, March 12th. Today on the show, I repeat myself about the Nashville Predators. We take a look at the single best day of college basketball around the country, but we begin with Trey Wallace of Rocky Top Insider to give us a preview of the Tennessee-Florida game and the rest of the SEC tournament. The 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally owned, custom home and remodeling firm. Go look at the website, buildkg.com. I really don't have to say anything else. Just go to the website, buildkg.com. I've told you about the process. I've told you about alignment, how they want their process and your vision to be aligned so that we can get to the finish line without any surprises. And the vision for your home comes to life, right? It's You're happy there. You're proud there. And of course, it appreciates in value and makes you a little money as well. Just go to the website. Don't take my word for it. Go to the website, buildkg.com. That's the Kingston Group, buildkg.com. Well, the postseason is finally here for Rick Barnes and the Tennessee Volunteers. And this is where the for lack of a better cliche, the rubber meets the road. College basketball teams are evaluated by what they do in March. We are now in March, and it is win or go home in the SEC tournament for Tennessee as they play Florida on Friday, and it is win or go home in the NCAA tournament starting next weekend. So let's bring in Trey Wallace of Rocky Top Insider to preview Tennessee's Friday game with the Florida Gators, their potential for making a run in the SEC tournament, and how fans are viewing Tennessee's chances to make a deep run in the big dance. You know what? The the difference is Trey Mann. I mean, he was not available for the game against Tennessee last Sunday uh, because of migraines, is what the team was saying. And, and I think that's going to be where Tennessee is going to have to lock down because they can they can try to guard Scotty on the other end, but now they have to guard Trey Mann. So so how does Tennessee do that? Do they roll with uh, Keon Johnson guarding and, and maybe Triple J besides Jordan James, or they just put both Jaden and key on them, both of them. So that's a matchup that I am looking forward to watching tomorrow. Can this team win the SEC tournament? And can this team find the thing it needs to make a run in March? Yeah, I, I want to say this team can win three straight games. Uh, it's been a while since they've done it, real early in the season, actually. <laughs> um, but I, I, if John Fulkerson shows up today against, uh, you know, against Florida, yes. If they can get the kind of outing they got out of him in the second half against Florida last Sunday, then, yeah, this Tennessee team can can win tomorrow. And then, you know, the game plan would – I don't know how much it would change, but you potentially be going up against uh, Alabama, I think it is. So how do you make that run? How does your offense uh, run through Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer? Because, in, in my opinion, Vescovi might be a, a little bit of a problem for Tennessee when it comes to defense uh, against Florida or against Alabama. So that's what I'm interested in watching, too. Can Vescovi get that going? I I'm, I don't think Tennessee's going to win the SEC tournament. I think Tennessee could win two games. I think they could beat Florida, uh, then, then turn around and, and, and win Saturday. Uh, I just don't know if they could do it uh, on Sunday. Now, NCAA tournament, I, I'm just going to be very interested in the matchups. But it, it's hard. You know, what, what team is going to show up today? If the Tennessee team that showed up, uh, early, early in the season, you know, against Missouri, a game like that, then yeah, Tennessee could make a run to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. But it all depends on can they get eight to 10 points from Epons and can they get 10 plus points from, from Fulkerson? And if they can, this is a dangerous team. What, what do the fans do if they lose in the first weekend? Oh, Braden. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
I, I think folks would understand it now because of how they've seen them play over the last month and a half. If, if Tennessee would have finished second in the SEC by like a game or something like that, and they'd be a top 15 team, I think fans would be mightily disappointed. Either way, they're going to be upset if they get bounced in the first round of the tournament. It's going to be a, a complete uh, disaster for Rick Barnes and the talent that they have on this team this year. But I think right now, I, I think that fans are like, okay, well, we don't know what to expect from this team. So fans are already kind of saying, yeah, we could lose the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. So it's 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 kind of like a it's kind of like a a no-win situation because honestly, I think this team can go to the Elite Eight. I think they can get that point. But if they don't, I'm just gonna chalk it up to you know what? They have not gotten anything uh, out of Fulkerson most of the season. Shot selections have been wrong, and I just their offense has been stagnant. So I'll have an excuse either way. It won't come to it won't come down to to effort because I think that's one thing Tennessee doesn't lack is effort. I just think they lack poor judgment at times. Man, that's where we are. Expectations have been lowered so far for the Tennessee Volunteers basketball program that fans are expecting this team now to lose in the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. I that is just a sad state of affairs. I think fans should be pissed if this team loses in the first round of the NCAA tournament. With that talent and the way they started, unacceptable by Rick Barnes' team. But we shall see. Still have plenty of time to turn it around, win a couple games in the SEC tournament, win a couple games in the NCAA tournament, and all this conversation disappears. Special thanks to Trey Wallace, of course, now of Rocky Top Insider, for joining us here on the 440. I'm not even going to bother with the matchups today on Friday in the SEC tournament because those games are going to happen so quickly that there's not even really a point. But I do want to remind you, of course, the semifinals of the SEC tournament are on Saturday. The championship game is on Sunday at noon at Bridgestone. Friday's a great day of, of ball, for sure, but Saturday is among the single best days of college basketball around the entire country. You get semifinals all across the nation in leagues like the SEC, and 14, that's right, 14 win-or-go-home conference championship games. Do or die, go to the NCAA tournament or not for most of those small conferences, they are among the most underrated things that we consume in college sports or in any sport very, very underrated. It's just like Belmont and Moorhead State in the OVC, but all across the country. There's the Big 12 in there, the Pac-12. There's some big leagues, but those small leagues where it's one bid, Saturday is your day, folks. It is an outstanding day of college basketball. Sign me up. Then, of course, Sunday is Selection Sunday, as the NCAA basketball tournament bracket will be released around 5 p.m. Central Time on CBS. So make sure you're tuned in for that as well. The Hurricanes led the Predators 3-0 after one period, and were up 4-0 with 12 minutes to go in the second period. Such is life in Smashville right now. There is nothing really to talk about as it pertains to this team on the ice. They have lost 5 out of 6. They are playing rookies all over the place. They are missing most of their best players, and they are facing the best teams in the division. Of course they're going to get their ass beat. I will continue to repeat myself until someone makes a bold decision. What else do you need to see? I am not sure how many times I need to ask this question before David Poyle or ownership decides to do something about the future of their franchise. Matthias Ekholm, Philip Forsberg, Victor Arvidsson, I don't care what it is, 
you need to make a move and signal to the rest of the league that you are open for business. Do it now, be the first one in line, and start stockpiling assets to rebuild your franchise. You do not have another choice. Avert your eyes, but the Predators now head to face the defending cup champs, Tampa Bay, for two games. Saturday puck drop is at 6 p.m., and Monday puck drop is at 3 p.m. As I said, Nashville has now lost five out of six games and still has five more games left in their current road trip. Best of luck, boys. Fresh off the win over Washington on Wednesday night and now sporting a winning record, the Memphis Grizzlies are back at home against Denver on Friday night with a 7 o'clock tip time and then head on the road to face Phoenix at 1 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. My name is Braden Gall. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And and please share it. Just tell one person about this product if you like it. Do me a huge favor and just tell somebody about it. Hey, look, if you want to be up to date on Nashville sports in less than 10 minutes, just just tell somebody about the show. We, we do appreciate it. That's how it grows, and that's how we get to keep doing it for you. Uh, of course, have a cocktail. It's the weekend. Kick your feet up. Enjoy yourself. The Full 40, of course, is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm for all of your remodeling needs to make your home a happy place, something you're proud of. And oh, by the way, if you want to make a little money on your property as well, make sure you check out the Kingston Group. The work speaks for itself. Go to the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. The Kingston Group. What's the website again? Buildkg.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.